Welcome to the next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the next 23. I took last week off for Thanksgiving. I um, all week had thought about recording something and thought I would wait till Thanksgiving Day and record all the things that happened that day and share them. And I I don't even know why I, I thought I would do that because by the time the day came and my sister was in town and it was it was a day and we cooked and we ate and we did all the the things that people do on Thanksgiving. There was no way I was going to be able to record my thoughts and feelings on that day to share on Friday. So I'm sorry that I skipped last week and didn't post anything. I hope everyone had a really wonderful holiday with your families and your friends and your whoever you celebrated with. I hope that you were able to get some rest and relaxation. My day was, my week was filled with anxiety because this was going to be the first holiday post-divorce and the first holiday with new traditions and new things. And the first time in over 19 years that I didn't see my kids on part of a holiday. I take that back. One other time, I believe several years ago when the kids were little, I was on a work trip and missed my daughter's birthday and flew home the next day, but have never really missed a Thanksgiving or a Christmas and never missed time seeing them on those two days. So the beginning of the week, I was really anxious and thinking a lot about the day and leading up to the day, my ex and I decided that the kids would spend time with him and his side of the family earlier in the day around noon and have, have Thanksgiving meal over there. And so my sister and I decided to do our meal later in the evening. So my kids had two big meals that day, but all in all, it, it ended up being really nice. The kids managed through it really well. I, knew what to expect from their side because I grew up doing that and splitting holidays, going back and forth between homes. So I knew what their day was going to be like. I didn't know what my day would be like on this side of it. I was very, very thankful and grateful that my sister and her family were here because they were a very big and wonderful distraction for me. So as I told my cousin when she checked in, got through it with very few scars. So I'm, I'm proud of myself for that. So first holiday, post-divorce, in the books, and wasn't too tragic or too terrible. I will say, though, this has been a hard week because my son was home all last week from college, which was wonderful and fabulous. And this is that first week since he's been in school of him going back after seeing him for a bit. So it's been a little hard and I've sort of fallen back into some of the thoughts, the not so great thoughts that 
I used to have months ago. And I've been trying to work through why I have been back into those sad feelings, I guess. It's December and it was 71 degrees outside and it was beautiful, blue sky, sunny, wonderful. So after lunch, I I took a quick little break from work and went on a walk and listened to a podcast, which I love to do. The podcast listening, not so much the walking, but it was a good, a good break for me and I needed to get some sunshine and some warm air. So I was listening to this podcast and it was with Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach and Amanda, Glennon's sister, and Brene Brown, who I love all four of those women. And it was on the um, We Can Do Hard Things podcast, in case you want to go check that one out. It's fantastic. It's amazing. I actually got my um, Spotify wrap up this week and was looking at that and seeing all of my stats for the year from Spotify. And that podcast was number one in my listening um, for the year. So I clearly have have been a raving fan of We Can Do Hard Things podcast. And I've been a raving fan of Glennon and Abby for a very long time and also Brene. So anyway, in this podcast that I was listening to, one thing that Brene said that really, really hit a chord with me and and stuck deep into my heart was, she said, a love affair with a thing you are most afraid of, there is nothing more powerful than that. Oh, you guys, that for my entire walk, I couldn't get that out of my head. I was like, okay, what is it that I am most afraid of right now? Um, I, I thought that in this divorce, I would be most afraid of living by myself or most afraid of doing all those adult things, adulting things on my own. Because as I've mentioned in the past, I got married really, really young. I've never lived on my own. So I've never had to do all those normal standard living on your own type things by myself. So I thought those would be the things that scared me the most or that I was the most afraid of. And I realized very quickly that they weren't, that was not, that wasn't it. I, I was very proud of myself. I learned really fast that I could knock that shit out of the park. I I can adult with the best of them all by myself. I'm good. I am, I can figure it out. I'm kind of brave in that, in that area, which was surprising, but, but I figured that out. And so that was good. So the other night I was sitting on the couch, by the way, my new sofa came in last week and it is fantastic. That was another, another thing last week that was So amazing. My daughter and I have been waiting for this sofa to arrive since July. And I know I'm not the only one in this. I know the whole world is in this boat of ordering things and and from July through November really is not that long of a time span from stories I've heard. So I'm grateful for that. But this sofa is amazing. It is just lounge worthy and soft and beautiful and big and comfy. And we have blankets and pillows on it. And if you ever, if you need me for the rest of my life, you'll find me on that sofa. So anyway, the other night I had a glass of wine. I was sitting comfy on the sofa in front of the fireplace and looking at all the holiday decorations. Cause before my son left for college, left to go back after Thanksgiving, we decorated and put up Christmas. So I was looking at the mantle and normally for for 18 years, we've had between four and six stockings on, actually at one point we had seven stockings on our mantle, um, depending on how many dogs we had at a certain time. But 
no less than four stockings. And for the past eight years, we've had five stockings hanging on our mantle. This year, there were three. It was me and my two kids. And I'm looking at it and I got really, really sad. Not because there's only three stockings, because that obviously is no surprise, but I realized that I was sad because my biggest fear ever since I was little is being alone. I've never had to be by myself. Like I've never felt alone. Um, There have been times in my life and people in my life who have left that have made me very sad and made me feel lonely and sort of fueled that fear of being left alone and, and being lonely. So I realized this this week I've been really, since my son left and this week my daughter's over at my ex-husband's, I was really feeling very alone, which I do need to caveat that I know I'm never actually alone because I have so many friends that I literally could walk to their houses across the street, down the street, call up, text that would be there no matter when, no matter what, no matter why. But I have this fear of of being alone and I'm not good when I am alone, I I can do alone things and I can crush doing things by myself and I'm brave and strong in, in that sense, but I have this fear of being alone. And so when I was listening to Brene talk about how you need to figure out what your fear is and figure out what your fear is trying to teach you, that is what she means by having a love affair with the thing you are afraid of the most. And that that is what will bring you your power. Because when you figure out what your fear is trying to teach you and you name that fear and you sit with it and you really focus in on what it's trying to teach you, then it takes power away from the fear and puts that power on you. So that's what I think I need to do during this holiday season (laughs) because I know there are going to be new traditions, new things, times when things are different, times when I am going to be by myself. And that's going to be hard. And that is scary for me. And I also know that being by myself and learning that that feeling of being alone doesn't have to fill me with anxiety and fear. I need to learn that those quiet moments and those times of being alone are what I need to figure out who I am and focus on myself and really figure out who I want to be instead of focusing on the anxiety that that fear is causing me and that being alone is making me feel. So that is such a positive and impactful space for me to live in right now. I had coffee with a friend of mine that I haven't seen in a long time today. And I I was filling her in on everything. (laughs) And she made a comment about how incredible it is going to be for my kids to watch me go through this change and metamorphosis of this new life stage that I'm in. And one thing that I, I want my daughter to see is how I have embraced this love affair with the thing that I'm the most afraid of and how I'm taking that fear and turning it into power. And I want her to see that so that hopefully she can learn at a much younger age that 
even though she might be afraid of things and, and have fears that they don't have to take her down or they don't have to imprison her emotions, that she can find the beauty and the power in sitting with those fears and really listening to what it has to teach her. I don't know that I've done a very good job in showing her that to date because I don't know that I've ever actually focused on my fears and and sitting down with them and really sitting in it because honestly, I'm not really afraid of that many things. And obviously this big one that I've is the biggest thing I've been afraid of my whole life. I have built an entire life to avoid it. (laughs) I, you know, never lived by myself, not once until five months ago. And I'm 48 years old and I'd never lived by myself, not even for a day. So I've done a really, really impeccable job of creating a life to avoid one of my biggest fears. And kids, that's not a good, that's not a good strategy because it's going to come knocking and it's going to ring that doorbell and maybe not wait for you to open the door. It's going to bust right on in. And then you have no choice but to acknowledge it and confront it and, and deal with it. And I'm so grateful for hearing this quote today because acknowledging this fear that I have and looking at it like it's a love affair versus an intruder breaking into my house really is a game changer. And that has absolutely changed my perspective on how I need to look at it. So again, this is such my therapy because I've just talked, as I'm talking through this, I've talked myself into this, oh my God, that's such a a aha moment for me of looking at my fear as a love affair versus an, an intruder makes it completely different and has just now in this instance, you guys are witnessing this incredible transformation that I just had based on a walk that I had an hour ago based on a quote that I just heard. And now I'm talking through it. And, and I think that's it. That is an incredible mind shift of thinking about your fears and how you approach them and how you embrace them and how you look at them. And if we can all do that, look at them differently and listen to what they're trying to teach us and sit in that fear and then use what we've learned to make us more powerful and to strengthen us, that is quite a powerful place to be. And I think that's going to be a big game changer for me. I think that's going to really shift some some things in my mind and in my heart. And I think that's going to really give me some more confidence and help me to be more brave in times that I need to be more brave and that I should be brave. And we'll see. I think so. I, I'm feeling really good about this. So this feels like a very rambling podcast. I apologize for that. But I also at the same time, thank you for listening and thank you for letting me sort of work through these thoughts and these feelings and these learnings from today with you guys. I hope that you can pull something out of this rambling and that it helps you think about things differently or put some feelings and thoughts together and more in order 
I hope that you will start listening to We Can Do Hard Things podcast, start reading Brene Brown's books and listening to her podcast. Um, she actually has two podcasts and you guys, I mean, it's, it's incredible nuggets that you can hear in a day. And then those nuggets of quotes stick with you and then make you think deeply about what's going on in your life and how it's all connected. And you hear things when you need to hear them. The universe brings these things to me exactly when I need to hear them and exactly, well, it's either the universe or Google. I don't know. I am certain Google and Siri and all these people, you know, read our minds and and bring us all the things. And so, so I'll thank the universe. I'll thank Google. I'll thank Siri, whoever it is bringing me the things that I need when they, when I need it. So I hope that the, the Google Siri universe in your world is bringing you all of the things you need to have and to hear and to learn and to know today to help you move forward, to help you grow and to help you sit with your fears and listen to what they're trying to teach you. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back. If you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too. 